today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. So, for Movie Monday, 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 we are going to talk about a very disturbing case. If you want to hop off now, I'm giving you a warning. It is disturbing. Like, disturbing, disturbing. But I found it for Movie Monday. Okay, it's called 12 Years Locked, or A Mockingbird Doesn't Sing. Start off with a little baby sitting in a chair crib and only getting one toy, maybe. Now the baby is a toddler. Limelight. Dim light. Okay. Dim light. The toddler is a mess. The newspaper cover the wall. The room is dark. Toddler is now growing up maybe teenager she's only 12 so i was wrong and right she looking at a magazine on the set of the new swinging jungle troop by christy guarded photos of and andy burden Man brings some gross-looking food. Her dress is a mess. He feeds her, then puts it all over her face. Two people were in it, but try to read over. He screams and slaps her. The woman looks scared and upset. The boy does not speak well. The girl is in a crib, still even though she is too big for it. Guy has... Um, a weapon now. Points the weapon at the woman. You promise she lived past the age of 12? They would. They could get her help. Billy is sleeping on the floor. Women walk with a cane. I'm not sure if the girl's name is Katie, but the crib had a cage over top of it. She looked thin and weak. Woman tells Billy to tell the guy that he woke up and they were both gone. That she couldn't do anything for herself. What are they going to live on? She is blind. Louise is going to the police where they can help the blind. West Stanton is the father. He is the abusive one. Louise takes Kate to SSI. Kate looks so scared and small. She would be 14 in April. Louise is arrested and less as well. She is only 12. I think it said 13 to 12. Poor thing. Why did they do that? Wes put plastic wrap on the ground. Louise is in the court. 
he um, hurt himself. He is now gone. At a hospital now, Kate is called beautiful. Kate can only say, Mama, Dada, stop it, she doesn't speak. Wild child, she is behaving, visited by Miss Townsend. She sneezed into the air without a tissue. Doctor shows her how to. Lunchtime for the kids. Each has problems. She does not know how to chew food. Kate told a lady what she wants without using words. Katie gave him a balloon. She is a nice girl. Says good. But that is it. Try playing and being nice to the other kids. But only being in a room her whole life doesn't know how to do much. UCLA is where the fun found Miss Ten. She wants to use Katie to become famous. Judy is a teacher. Katie and her mother are spending time together. They're drinking coffee and eating. Townden. Ah. Uh, wants to know about Katie's past. Wants to ask Louise since she was a victim as well. Poor women, when having a disability, people can be mean to them. Katie is at the grocery store for the first time. Green peas, yellow is corn, pulls on a man's shirt. Katie looking at meat. She eats it raw. They took her to the toy store. Katie is learning how to read. Katie has eyes. She isn't talking yet. Poor girl. Katie is waking up if a brain thing on. She wants to take it off. It is like she is in the crib again, so she is scared. Katie starts speaking at six months. She sees a dog. Wes was barking at her like a dog on the ground, so she's having like a flashback to what happened. Is when they are called and they are scary. You don't even know where you are. Sometimes you think you're back at the place and the abuse has happened. Right then and there. It sounds like her PDS, like she has PTSD, which is what I have. Judy is taking Katie home from her room. From her. With her. Judy is taking Katie home with her. Rob is on the phone. Katie is being quarantined at Judy's house. Judy is a very disturbing character. Ugh. Townden was not happy to hear this news. Who would be? Poor Katie. Talon is going to Judy's house. Man gives her meat whenever she goes there. Katie can say store now. Door. A doctor was accused of abuse on Katie. So he quit the team. Judy won't let anyone see her. See her. Norman and Beverly want to be Katie's foster parents. Judy is crazy about Katie. Katie has been to two homes now. At least... Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Judy... Poor... Okay. Katie... Okay. 
Judy is crazy about Katie. Katie has been to two homes now. At least there are other kids at the new house. Katie gets to throw a pillow and says she is mad. Sandra is playing the piano. Teenage daughter of the couple says Katie has been taking her things. That she has problems as well. Katie looks better and healthier. Katie walks so oddly that Louise notices she had eye surgery and can see now. Katie hugs her mother. I am glad that she got to get her better. Katie got her period for the first time and just got toilet trained. But she just finished toilet training and now this? Almost every girl goes through this, just at different times. Katie is going to school for the first time, but with a younger class, due to her abuse. Katie is the bus driver. I think she has a crush on Kurt, the bus driver. But he was really nice about the whole thing. Sandra talked about Katie all the time. Katie is being filmed more. People are not happy Norman because he was not making perfect documents on Katie. Katie drew a very important drawing with her and Kurt. Inappropriate. Katie hits a kid. She was angry. She has never flashed back and her dad is hitting her and bums her food on her. She is shaking. Now near a beach. Father hit big stick. That's the way she said it. Katie's dad, Wes, would hit her with a stick. She was sent to her mother who couldn't keep her. Then another woman where, another home, where they make her pray before they eat. Which is nothing wrong with that. It's just a little weird because, like, they are very strict. And the pray thing isn't what bother me. It's the next part. I will not let them use sign language, which is not right. Like, they're like, you can't use sign language, you can't speak, you have to do this, you have to do that. You can't, like, say certain words, you can't act. She ate her own throat by mistake, and they slapped her. And the woman's like, this is abuse all over again, we need to get her out of here. This poor girl. And there was another girl who was deaf and another girl who was like having issues and they won't let them use sign language because they don't know it. I'm like, if you're going to foster kids with hearing problems, why wouldn't you learn sign language? Like, really? This was like back in the day. I don't know what the rules are now for fostering, but this just seems so odd. Um, they, uh, say because they don't know what she is saying. To just say it in with words. Poor Jill and Katie. They try to take Kate's necklace. Yeah, so they try to take her necklace away and it's the only thing that Katie has that was good in her life and she's like, don't take my necklace. But she hasn't used words because she doesn't really know how to. And they were teaching Katie sign language because Katie's word progression wasn't very good. So they're like, why don't we teach her sign language so she can communicate with people? And she was learning it until she went to this house. Um, Butcher is wondering where Katie is. Dramatically questioned. Colleen and Katie spit out her food. He slaps her. Impress a child. DSS has problems.
this is what they're saying in the movie. The other two foster girls seem like they had it bad as well. Miss Manning is not a good person. I think... Uh, Mrs. T should take her. Standing. Case. Uh, poor Katie is being abused again. Lady is very judgmental. Rob has come to see Katie. She is hurting herself till she is bleeding. Like, she had such bad marks on her arms that the, she ended up in the hospital again. Louise did not like the people from the children's hospital. She is going to send her away. Why did her husband isolate Katie? Wes's mother was the only one who understood him. That when she was walking out of the house to get an ice cream cone and got hit by a car, she was killed. Katie had a room in the back. I think the mother, uh, I thought the mother did it almost, but then I was like, no, this isn't true. The mother was, uh, had cataracts so bad she couldn't see anything. She's like, I'm blind, but she got the surgery and got all the cataracts off. Louise did not, like, okay. Everyone was sleeping in the living room but Katie. Louise did not like this, like he was giving her something special. Louise is telling the story. Wes was the one taking care of her. Pistol in his belt. Judy is friends with the mother. Rob and Sandra have a child. So we're skipping into the future. And she was about to adopt Katie, but the mother made it illegal. Hang on. The mother made it illegal for her to even see Katie. So if she were to see Katie, Katie would have been, Sandra would have been arrested. So we're skipping two years later and she had her own daughter. Um, Rob and Sandra have a child. So the mother didn't do it. Just the dad being creepy. I guess he turned his affection onto her after his mom died. And then got upset when he found out she could be um, disabled in a way. But the mother's surgery went well and she could see now. And she was getting very upset with Katie because Katie was making a mess. And she wasn't listening and the clean floors were getting dirty. And eating stuff she wasn't supposed to. And she thought about putting her away in a metal asylum. And Sandra's like, no, she needs help. And it's hard to say what's right here, because, like, this was a case from, like, back in the day. Judy continued to harass members of the Katie team until her death in 1982. Release, once again, blind, presently resigned in a South Carolina nursing home. Sandra Turner is now a professor of language at UCLA and the mother of two teenage daughters. She is still forbidden to have any contact with Katie who lives in a nearby foster home. So sad. I hope someone tells her she is doing okay and Katie's inability to master English prove the limit limitistics of the central period hypothesis. Yeah, okay. Characters. Sandra, Dr. Norman, Louise, Beverly, Mr. Manning, Rob, Billy, 
Rachel, Mrs. Laurel, Dr. Stannon, York, Dr. Judy, Katie, Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Manning, Wes, Colin, Jonathan, Wayne, Kurt, Rob, Katie, she is back with her mother, do not want that to be there. Okay, so the true story. 13-year-old Katie Stannon gains national attention for having, this isn't the true story yet, this is what the uh, description says. After media attention for having suffered one of the most extreme cases of child abuse ever discovered after blatantly locked in a closet for 12 years Katie is unable to speak or function properly in the outside world with the attention on Katie now receiving research and social workers from all over to offer to help her but not all of them have entirely pure intentions as some only seek to gain Katie for the spotlight. Katie is severe isolation by her parents with vertimal, no human contact more than 10 years. She was confined to her bed, tied to her potty chair, and left to fend for herself for most of Katie's young life. In 1970s Los Angeles, she has been left in a locker room. The case, if I can find it, hang on real quick. So it's based on a true case, the story of federal child Jeannie Wiley. Um, so let's see. Jeannie's story came to light on November 4th, 1970 in Los Angeles, California. A social worker discovered the 13 year old girl after her mother sought out service for her own health. The social workers soon discovered that the girl had been confined to a small room and eventually by authorities quickly relieved that child. Had spent most of her life in this room, often tried to a potty chair. The girl was given the name Jeannie in her case file to protect her identity and privacy. Susan explained the name in 1997 Secret of the Wild Child. The case name is Jeannie. This is not the person's real name, but when we think about what a genie is, a genie is a creature that comes out of a bottle or whatever, but emerges into a human society past childhood. We assume that it really isn't a creature that had a human childhood. Both parents were charged with abuse, but Jeannie's father committed suicide the day before he was due to appear in court, leaving behind a note saying that the world will never understand. Jeannie's life prior to her discovery was one of the utter depressed. I have no idea what that's worded. She spent most of her days, I'm not reading all of this, she made noises her father would beat her. The story of her case soon spread, drawing attention from both the public and the uh, community. This case was important, said psychologist and author uh, Helena Lee, Harold Lee, because our majority doesn't allow us to conduct um, experiments with human beings. These unfortunate people are all we have to go on. With a much 
interest in her case. The question became what should be done with her. A team of psychologists and languages experts began the profession. The National Instruction of Mental Health Proving Finding. Um, I think everybody who came in contact with her was attached to her. She had a quality of somehow connecting with people which developed more and more but was present really front the start. She had a way of reaching without saying anything but just somehow be the kind of look in her eye people wanted to do things for her. Her rebellious rehabilitation, oh, rehabilitation. Yeah, okay. Team also included uh, graduate student Susan, a psychologist, James Kent. Upon her initial arrival at UCLA, Jeannie Wee just 59 pounds and moved with a strange bunny log. She often spent what was unable to straighten her arms and legs. Silent and unable to chew, she constantly only seemed to be able to recognize her own name and the word sorry. After assuming Jeannie's emotional and cognitive abilities, Kent described her as the most profoundly damaged child I've ever seen. Jeannie's life is a wasteland. Her silent and inability to use language made it difficult to assess her mental ability, but on tests she scored about the level of a one-year-old. Soon she began to make rapid progress in specific areas, quickly learning how to use the toilet dress herself. Over the next few months she began to experience more development progress, but remained poor in areas such as language. She enjoyed going out on day trips outside of the hospital and explored her new environment with an uh, intense that amused her, her caregivers and strangers alike. Uh, uh, Susan stressed that Jeannie had a strong ability to communicate non-verbally, often receiving gifts for taller strangers who seemed to understand the young girl's powerful need to explore the world around her. Um, so this movie is based on a real case, on a real person who they call Jeannie and other names. I love the movie. It gives you a real idea of like what people can go through. And she made progress in the movie. And it was so sad to see that she got separated from the one person who was staying there helping her from the very beginning. Went to the hospital, checked on her made sure she was in the right home and I was so hoping that that woman in the movie and I don't know if she was in real life could have adopted her because I felt like she could have helped her. I know the mother didn't think so but I did. I felt like she could have really have gotten her like talking more maybe even understanding better. And yeah, it's hard because when you have kids with disabilities, things can get a little more complicated and they believe she had disabilities. And that's why they said the father locked her up. I really like this movie and you should go and watch it. But just remember, it's a tearjerker. It's, uh, 
definitely gonna cause, if you have PTSD, a little bit of that to flare up. But other than that, this story touched me in a way that like, I was surprised. I never even heard of this case, let alone this story. And I was like, what is this? It was popped up right after last week's movie. And I was like, dad, girl in the basement. So this popped up right after girl in the basement. And let me tell you, both of these movies are heart jerking. I mean, I've watched girl in the box and I just can't believe some people like true scary things could happen. But if you want to go watch an interesting movie where it's sad, but there's progress, but then it's sad again, and then it explains what's going on. And it kind of explains, like, the mother didn't think they were doing a good job, and the mom was abused herself because the dad took advantage of her because she couldn't see. And they had to sleep in the living room, her and the son, and I don't know if they talk much about the son after that, but from my understanding, him and Katie are doing okay, I think, but who knows. I think this is a good movie. It's sad though. Really sad. But it gives you a light into what happened and what can happen if a person doesn't get like language. And I wonder if this also shows what happens like when you don't get held and don't get like the love and attention you need at the early ages. Because I remember like reading about it. Like you have to give them love and attention because if you don't they're not going to like associate that with anything and so when people like don't pay attention to the kid or leave the kid in the room don't hug them don't like spend time with them it can affect them in a negative way and I think this is what maybe the first like case where they really wanted to like talk about that and I guess a psychology people would really like this movie because it's a lot of psychology I think the movie is just so sad. And all I want to do is rescue Katie. Like, that's all I want to do in the movie is rescue her. Hug her. Tell her she's going to be okay. Cry when the woman couldn't see her anymore. It's a sad movie. So if you need, like, a sad movie, this is a sad movie. I will try to review something happier next week, I hope. Like... I do not know if I will or not. We will see. Like I said, I watch anything from Barbie movies to this. And it could be a comedy next week. It could be funny. It could be anything, really. But two weeks in a row, I might have given you a little much. And tomorrow is True Creepy Things Tuesday. And we're going to talk about the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs>